Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Baseball time, turn on the fan. JD's coming on, he's a baseball man. I gotta get the scoop before I drive home from the kid from Queens calling Arlington home. Car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino, it's Shiraz Raymond. He rose down his window <laughs> and he started to say, It's all about making that kick ass tray. Cause the boys in the front office are always hard. Come talking that trash in the boy your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, skin, I ain't said spit. The John Daniels Show is brought to you by Evan Williams Bourbon and BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Thanks, Kevin. Joining us now for his weekly visit, it is the great John J.D. Daniels. How you doing today, J.D.? I'm good, guys. How are you? Hey, we're doing great. Thanks for jumping on with us. And, and let's let's dive right in. Obviously, uh, there's some excitement with Joe Palumbo, and looks like you guys uh, got another uh, nice quality piece there for the organization. But there is... Uh, seemingly a, a little bit of a limitation as to how much he could pitch in any given game or how many innings he could pitch this season. So how will you guys approach that moving forward? Yeah, we, we just want to be smart about it. Obviously, you know, Joe had uh, TJ a couple of years ago. Um, I think his max was, was just under 100 innings pitched and um, uh, through 50 or 60 last year. So we just want to be smart about it. You know, the other piece of it is that, that double A and down, we have our guys in, in a six-man rotation. Obviously, up here, you're in a five-man rotation, and traditionally, guys uh, kind of go through that transition period at AAA, but since Joe is kind of jumping in straight from AA, he hasn't had that, so we're just going to be a little careful with it and, um, you know, give him give him time when we can, and as we go along, we'll have to manage it. Hopefully, we'll get some other guys back from injury to kind of help, um, you know, help space things out a little bit as, as we get deeper into the summer. What is the sort of, uh, I don't know, grand scheme and everything right now in terms of injuries with all your guys there's a lot of little injuries and guys coming and going so of the the major pieces that are playing a lot wh- where do we stand on these guys uh as far on the everyday players you're talking about yes uh, like gallo and pence and them yes um so uh joey is starting a rehab assignment in uh, in arizona today i believe um he's out there in arizona and, and we'll start getting game action so some uh, some poor rookie league pitcher gets to face Joey Gallo in Arizona tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lucky him. And uh, I'm hopeful that he'll be back. I think he wants to be back this weekend. I think that's probably a little quick, but we'll see. Um, he's been doing really well, and, and I think we avoided. It's one of those deals where, like, you know, probably it was the end of the season. We might have tried to like push it through. We just felt like right now. Let's not have a three-week deal turn into a you know six or an eight-week deal with Joey. So uh, he's doing well. He should be back relatively soon. And then Hunter, you know, it looked really bad the other day in Cincinnati chasing that that uh, double down the line, pulled up. Uh, it was kind of one of those small muscles in, in the in your groin. And like he he, we thought it was going to be really bad. He was felt a lot better the next day, but it, it still kind of lit up the MRI a little bit. And we decided to play it safe. So he's hoping that. You know, right around the 10-day mark, maybe two-week mark um, next week, 
that he should be good to go, but we'll see. He, he's just kind of progressing day to day right now. Awesome moment for the organization yesterday announcing Michael Young's number is going to be retired, and it's just fantastic news. And a, another great move by you guys uh, as you can continue to develop the legacy program with this organization. Michael told us that you sprung it on him out of nowhere at, at a dinner, and you could tell what an impact it had on him yesterday. So don't want to have you pull the curtain too far back, but it, when you told him, uh, what was that like? Yeah, it was cool. Um uh, I was with uh, Michael and, and uh, Kip, our scouting director, and you know, they have a good relationship as well. And we were kind of—it was right before the draft. We we're talking about some draft stuff, but um, it was just the three of us at dinner, and, and we got done talking about that shop. And, and um, you no, know, honestly, it was a pretty big honor to, to get to break the news to him and, and let him know. Uh, you know, so it meant so much to this franchise. Continues to mean so much to this franchise. Like involved in kind of all real top level stuff from a strategy standpoint. And then he also kind of, you know, gets his hands dirty with, you know, like with, the, with the players. He likes to, you know, help Woody out at the big level. And he likes to like get out there in the minor league level and kind of grind it out in Arizona with the guys and get out to the affiliates. So to be able to tell him that, um, you know, and kind of see like the, like the real authentic, genuine reaction, and, you know, realize how much it means to him. Um, I don't know. It's almost like I think those of us that you know, are never going to, be in that spot, never have played. I think we almost take it for granted that, you know, that, that, you know, Michael got somebody like him knows how much he means to the franchise, the community, the fan base. And, but when you, when you see, you saw it yesterday and, and his presser, and I know he's on with you guys, when you see it, like how, how genuinely like touched and, and, uh, you know, honored and appreciated he feels it's, it's really cool. And so, um, you know, really, really proud of the organization for doing that i know like you know the the, the, the timing you guys asked me about it a couple of weeks ago and, and i couldn't really say anything then but um ultimately one of the most important people in in you know the really history of texas baseball so um just glad to be a small part of it and help help break the news to them it is uh and what kind of conversations go into those things leading up to it not not with michael obviously but just to get to the point where, hey, we're going to do this. Well, you know, we had um, for a long time, and there are a number of organizations that are like this, that that uh, the Rangers tradition had been that uh, only guys that were going to the, the Major League Baseball, the National Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame, will get their numbers retired. And then when, you know, Adrian came up, it, it you know, we weren't, we didn't want to wait five years. And, and that led us to have, you know, conversation about Michael and just the idea, like, you know, why do we have this policy? We're not the Yankees or the Dodgers that have this, you know, 130 year legacy or whatever it is. And like, so that, that's, that might work for them. It doesn't necessarily work for us. And like, I just, as we talked about it with ownership and our executive team, it was, you know, it was just a, a very clear, like, Hey, if we're, if we're not sticking to that sort of policy, then, you know, Michael is like by far the most deserving person we could consider for it. So it was it was an easy call once we, you know, reconsidered what, what had been the Rangers policy for some time. John, you talked about uh, Joey Gallo being on his rehab assignment. Um, we were talking about this in studio today, the idea of the home run derby coming up and and uh, Joey Gallo would be a natural for that. And you're like, yeah, but I don't know if he'd do it. And it's like, well, there's a million dollars at stake. and And so... <laughs> I'm just wondering, does that million dollars complicate things for the organization in that 
you know, you want to tell a guy, hey, listen, uh, I don't know if this is the right thing for you, this injury or whatever, but you don't want to take a million dollars out of a guy's pocket either. So how do you approach something like that? And does it change with the million dollar bounty? You know, it's, um, it doesn't, it doesn't change how we feel about it. I mean, like you're you're always kind of want to like put these guys in bubble wrap and protect them and, you know, and, and you don't want to have have any risk of of getting hurt, especially if they're not in the middle of of a game for us. But, um, I think it's pretty cool, man. I mean, I think like for where Joey's come from and, and, uh, you know, he was, he's always been a great home run hitter, but I think now he's being recognized one of the great young players in the game. And, um, I'm sure he was asked to do it in the past and he turned it down. I think like if he's asked to do it this year, which I assume he's healthy, he definitely will be. I think it's pretty cool. And I think the, a lot of the fears of, you know, guys having bad second halves or that uh, it doesn't, I mean, listen, famous last words and I'll, you know, be pissed if he gets hurt doing it, but <laughs> I, I don't think he will. And, and I think it's such a great honor for him to, to be recognized. And, you know, it'll be exciting because they're, you know, they won't just be talking about, you know, how far he hits balls and, you know, the three true outcomes. They're going to be talking about him as one of the, you know, legitimate, like, young superstars in the game, and he deserves that. So, you know, we'd be all for it, and, you know, we'll take our cut of the million bucks when he wins. <laughs> you know, along this, since we're talking home runs, as we talked to John Daniels here on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan, must be pretty good to see Willie Calhoun completely destroy that ball yesterday. you got to like the progress from you're seeing from him. Yeah, he's uh, Woody was telling a story about uh, from uh, the dugout uh, for his first day back. You know, Clevenger's like pumping 97, 98 and a filthy slider, and, and just Willie coming back, you know, watch. I don't know if it was right before his first at bat or after. Maybe he was watching in the dugout, just like talking with, you know, supreme confidence about what his plan is going to be up there at the plate and what he wants to do and what he sees with Clevenger. And he just, Guys don't do that if they don't have a ton of confidence, you know. And and I think he's he's earned that. Like he's always he's always had like natural ability to hit, but now he's like put himself in an unbelievable spot physically. You know, he's got himself in, in just about as good a shape as, as he could ask for, and he's in a great state mentally too. So kind of fun to see him go out there and, and get rewarded in a second game back. I got to tell you, we had him on the show yesterday, and I sounded like an old man telling him how proud I was of him, like he's my grandson or something. And I was like, but you know, there's there were stories back in the day. Hey, what position do you play, Willie? I play three hole. You know, and I just, right. I, I, you know, I'm like, okay, that's so. I don't know. I don't know what the right word would be, but it, you know, it's confident. And and so now, yesterday, we, you know, I think Skin asked him or something something about playing a position. And it was essentially the same question. Hey, what position do you play, Willie? He's like, wherever the manager wants me. Hmm. And it was so sincere and from the heart. And it's like that maturation process is real and, and we're witnessing that, right? We're witnessing a young man growing up before our eyes, right? Yeah, man. And it's, it's the contra it's the combination of just that, you know, him maturing. And even you saw at the end of spring training, he was pissed, but he took a day and then he got after it and killed it. Whereas a year ago he was pissed and, you know, and he, and he, he let it affect him for over a month in triple I this year. He was like, no, screw it. I'm, can't control that anymore. I'm, uh, I'm going to get after it. I just think it's like all the people pouring into him, Jose Vasquez and Stephanie Fernandez, Jace Tingler, and you know, the impact that, that, that Woody's had on them and their relationship. It, it, it's awesome, man. This guy is like, he, he's always had like an, a God given ability, but you, you could argue maybe he, he rested on that early on uh, in his career. And now he's like putting the, the, the commitments kind of backing up, um, 
you know, it's equal to, to his desire at this point and he's been rewarded for it. So yeah, I'm with you in the, in the, the grandpa proud stage, man. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, hey, thanks for the time today, John. We appreciate it. We'll catch up with you next week, man. Thanks, guys. There he goes. John Daniels. John Daniels show every week right here on Ben and Skin. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.